0: Yo, welcome to the Hype Geek Podcast. Um, again, we're bringing it back with some motherfucking high energy, high energy, high energy. Okay, it's me, Rust, and so today—that's my name. I am the CEO and co-founder, joined here by my co-founder, Kalu, who's also the CMO of Ecoliseum. What's going on, guys? This is the Hype Geek Podcast. In case you didn't know, in case somehow this ended up playing on your car speaker or your headphones, and we're talking about streetwear street culture rap hip-hop mainstream everything video games esports how all those things intertwine we're the best greatest podcast for that fuck everyone else it's us or them that's it that's how it be wow that was a very aggressive start i don't know any other podcast that's as dope as us in the exact realm that we're in that would be kind of cool if we just somehow popped up from people's like shuffle or something and now they're just first hearing us it's kind of a mind fucking thing it's like these guys are cocky and we're like we know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we gotta be ourselves that's how we attract the audience year all right so you want to run through a brief overview of what we're going to talk about and then we'll just recap our weekend to start it off yes i actually want to do the list first and then we do a recap of the weekend that's exactly what i just said okay perfect that's why we're co-finers dude it's like we finish each other's sandwiches Answers. got it okay gotcha. cool so, first topic, we're gonna to talk about this cool shoe that Nike's releasing that's got some uh, interesting hints or you know tiebacks to gaming stuff. Then we're gonna talk about probably one of the richest uh, esports dads in the world. Uh, <laughs> and then we're gonna talk about a huge acquisition by FaZe Clan. And then lastly, we're gonna talk about how to make money by selling bathwater in the gaming industry. That's a good start, but first let's recap the weekend. It was oh no, I wanted to do it last. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's a good like prequel to like the topics. Okay, all right, we can do it. We we'll should be quick because there's yeah. a lot that we want to yeah, discuss yeah. over the weekend. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't want to like confuse Go people over. Right. Okay. So Fourth of July. Yeah, this past weekend was Fourth of July. We it started. Thursday, Fourth of July was on Thursday, Thursday, so it was kind of a very extended weekend. True, but a lot went on that weekend. True. For me personally, I didn't really do much Fourth of July. I live in LA, my family's in the Bay Area. Didn't go back to visit, so I was stuck playing Fortnite. I say stuck in a negative tone, but it was actually a really, really great day for me, just playing a shit ton of Fortnite because nothing very was going on. Like, good thing about four four day weekends is that there's obviously a lot of time to fuck around, do whatever you want. Bad thing for us with this business means that everything is on hold screeching halt no one's doing anything no one's taking meetings no one's returning so emails annoying. so annoying so again forced to play video games but also forced to do other cool stuff uh, we went out together we don't usually actually do that yeah. but we went out with Rustin all his cousins uh, Lamar or, or uh, with EG Accuracy god EG. Damn. he's yeah. moved 3T te- professional Call of Duty player yeah, yeah, he's a friend DT of ours here. but there was also two major earthquakes back to back yes 4th of July yes. and July 5th correct shit was crazy crazy where were you when that happened uh first one i was on the beach um did you even feel that at all no i didn't i was okay so fourth of july i went to newport my best friend plays football in the nfl and so he got an airbnb with all his other nfl buddies and i got to go hang out with them which was a really fun and interesting experience thursday morning we woke up and worked out on the beach kicked my ass it was a great experience we decide to go into the water and the waves are absurd. Yeah. Thinking back, I realized, oh, it's because an earthquake happened. Yeah. Yeah. When major earthquakes happen, usually it could cause tsunamis like what happens in Japan. Yeah. But the water like sucks in. So imagine you see like the waves just suck a mile in and you see a dead fish and coral everywhere. Jesus. What, what would you do? Would you I would shit my pants. The ocean is one of the things I'm actually supremely scared of. Really? I mean like I can go to the beach, I can swim past the break line like I'm cool with that, yeah, yeah. but I don't like to do that. Yeah, I know yeah. people enjoy the ocean. I wouldn't categorize myself as one of those people. If you're very conscious of what happens in the ocean, shit's crazy cuz it's the most unexplored thing on earth and it's 80% of the earth. Apparently, we know more about space than we do the yeah, ocean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Glad that we cleared that. <laughs> um and then the fifth sorry, the second earthquake. Wow. That's crazy. It was on the 5th of July. Yes, the 5th of that's July. Where we got that. Uh we did a family dinner where like a bunch of my cousins came over. There was like 12 of us. <laughs> a lot of cousins yeah. and then we ordered john and Vinny's, which is really good and middle of us eating john and Vinny's, my sister's apartment starts shaking we're like oh shit earthquake blah blah, blah, blah. And it's then- cool that you're like at least with people though because i think the scariest part about an earthquake is that you're alone and if anything yeah. caves in you're fucked yeah and you know what my you have no communication you know what my uh cousin Nima said he was like he was like well, at least we're all together. That was a like classic <laughs> Nima, you know, dude. But I was on the couch with my brother. My brother was just taking a nap. I was watching TV, and I, I feel it start shaking. And since the day before, I've been having like these mental thoughts that earthquakes were happening because right. it just starts to fuck with your head. Where like I'm just shaking my leg, but then it moves my desk, and, and, like, and I like, oh, think it's at me. So my heart stopped. I was like is this really happening it took me two seconds to realize it was I woke him up he was super startled because he just woke up from his nap the scary part about an earthquake is that you're unsure how much longer and if it's gonna get increased yeah if it's gonna get stronger right so we just it, it was a really long one it was definitely longer than the one the day before right? okay I, I didn't oh yeah I didn't feel one. that one it was definitely longer we ducked under my brother's desk together because we're on the second floor of my apartment so I'm just thinking if shit caves down we've got both you under the same desk Bro, you like I feel it? like where you are, you can easily dip out. The emergency exit is right next to you, or you can yeah, jump off the... your balcony. The if thing you is that to. apparently going and we've learned this since elementary school. Going outside is actually a bad move. And why is that? Power lines, lamp posts, buildings are meant to withstand earthquakes at okay. a certain year. Okay. Okay. Especially from the second floor. I don't think the like the top floors would cave on top of you. Yeah. By the way, that's just good... be rubble. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. I think that I've been hearing so many podcasts, and they're all like, "Oh, earthquake happened." they don't explain any like good tips like don't run outside and you know pick a table before you pick a doorway right is that yeah. correct yeah i think doorway I, i'm not sure doorway could work but i don't know earthquakes are just so you got morally. a table go for a table if yeah. you don't doorway if you don't have that run outside <laughs> i think I don't if you don't know. have a doorway then you don't have a house yeah so you're wait, already outside. why would you not have a doorway? <laughs> i don't know why i said that <laughs> okay um all right earthquakes and then us going out I told these guys to come to this club and it's a very unique club like the music that they play in there is no lyrics it's just like techno and it's old russian and middle eastern dudes and then like hot young russian and middle eastern girls and like they look like czechoslovakian like hookers and stuff it's just it's a gnarly <laughs> gnarly gnarly club very gnarly S- such an experience you have to there's a dress code and you have to wear collared shirts I didn't tell Kai and Keem that so they pulled up and those guys were like no and Kai was like what and then, whatever I pulled up I brought them dress shirts We changed in the back alley behind the club. I, sh- I hid my k- previous shirt in the bushes Yeah the after yeah, and then we actually somehow got in because Rustin's a finesse master Yeah, I walked up and like we were there with our cousins and like six of them couldn't get in two of them got in I walked up with Kai and Keem, finessed and sweet talked our way in we get in there and then I start talking to the guy that let us in, the security guard. And he's like, oh, you're in eSports. I'm trying to invest ball. So we start talking about eSports. I'm like, bro, you got a prof- one of the best professional Call of Duty players standing outside your club right now. Because we were with Lamar, EG Accuracy. We walk outside, I point out Lamar. As soon as we go outside, some commotion goes on. Security guard doesn't give a fuck, and I was like, "All right, well, I yeah. tried. We we tried." So then it was a, it was a funny experience. Yeah. Just pull up to the club. If you actually saw what me and my brother were wearing, because if you go downtown LA or Santa Monica or stuff, it's very casual. And if you look good in a t shirt, you're fine. Mm-hmm. But when we stood in line with this, the security looked at us like toe to head. Like, okay. Are you guys gonna wait here? And we're like, I mean, I guess. And he didn't say anything about dress code, but as we saw people walking and leaving the club, there was this dude who was straight dressed like a prince. He had the band across his like chest, like he had like a crown. There's girls leaving with crowns. I was like, What am I walking into? This looks like satanic. It was so <laughs> weird. But it was it, when we got in, it was really cool. It was a small club, but it was like two really stories. Dope. It was two stories, yeah. Yeah. It and was you could dope. look down into the middle. It was yeah, cool. Funny shit happened that night. Yeah, yeah. So we since no one else could really get in, we got up left went home played skate went to eplp though oh went to eplp cool then we went home and played skate 3 until like 3 or 4 a.m oh and lamar played call of duty for us and we (laughs) went on our instagram live which reminds me if you like this podcast go on our motherfucking instagram at ecoliseum CMTV. follow us fucking share the podcast with your friends subscribe rate us tell us what you like tell us what you don't like if you story post this we will repost you Facts. We love you. Alright, All right. we're gonna talk about the NZXT pop-up, which yes. we went to see on Sunday. Now we're back onto the eSports topic. Yep. So NZXT did a pop-up in downtown LA in the Arts District. Uh, NZXT is a computer manufacturer, and in our personal opinion, they're a good brand in the space. Funny enough, the place they did the pop-up was a place that Kat and I toured two years ago, or was it a year ago? It was a year ago. Yeah, it was a, a year, year ago a for the pop-up. So that's how you know we're innovators. We're already looking at shit that are the old shit. You know what i'm saying but let's not take credit away from NZXT. they it did a, a very very good job with that pop-up it was yeah. in the middle of arts district everything was purple which is their brand colors yeah. they did an entire week long and i think it's still going on actually no it's done it's done meet and greets yeah but it was like from monday through talent. sunday where they just got a talent or like two talent each day to go into a meet and greet and they had like 24 gaming stations where you could Rent this equipment to play. It's all NZXT, yeah. HyperX stuff. Yeah, great product. Yeah, we went to um, visit Yasuo, uh, yeah. Mo. He, we, we actually met him at E3 a couple years ago, and we're pretty good friends with him Last now. Last year, yeah. So we didn't have to wait in line to meet him, thank God. Yeah, that was cool. Shout out to Mo and Ibrahim if you guys are listening to this. Mm-hmm. You're probably not, but yeah, it was dope. I think it's really good experiential marketing done right. Yeah. Because they're a primarily online based like they're not in any best buys or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's a cut so NZXT you basically they make gaming PCs very easy for you to buy. You just choose like what type of specs you want and they should tell you what components and they build it for you and it looks really, really cool. Yeah. And so, they have dope PC case they're so, a PC case manufacturers. Yeah, so very consumer friendly. And now they're going to this experiential marketing tactic where they're doing these pop ups. It was called pop up one, one. Which means they're gonna do more. Exactly. So good move on them. I think they're taking a step in the right direction in terms of creating a more experiential market and showing people what physical gaming could look like. Which is what we're accomplishing. Exactly. So the more this happens, the better it is for us. And again, you guys who are listening to this probably don't even know what we do, but we are in the market for physical esports and we're going to leave it at that. Yeah. All right. So now the first topic that we talked about was the Nike shoe. So basically Nike has made this dope Air Max shoe and it literally looks like a nintendo 64 it's pretty sick yeah it got we found out because it got featured on hypebeast yeah uh, instagram yeah and on hypebeast they said this is a console inspired game yeah. or this is a console inspired shoe and i think it has like re- reset and resume on yeah, top or yeah yeah like so it's pretty yeah. cool you know if, if you are a hype geek which you probably are if you're listening to this podcast it's not a bad shoe to buy yeah do you know any release dates prices um if it's an air max it's an air max 95 it's probably under like 200 bucks yeah Um, it's not it's not like a nintendo partnership no it's it's not going to be expensive i personally wouldn't buy it just for the fact that it's not a partnership but it is a cool sneaker i I would cop okay yeah if you're asking for my opinion my style opinion not me it's a, it's a simple shoe i think it has like very it has like press start on the back of it which is cool mm-hmm. it has very what's the word i'm looking for very like bland colors i want to say bland gray green red mm-hmm. it's like pastel colors is what, I'm, is what i'm looking for i wouldn't say pastel but i understand what you're trying to because it's not like bright you know yes. like the current it's muted yeah like the air max 720s like those are like purple like you know yeah but the muted colors to me would look good on blue jeans you know just Feel very you. very simple Feel you um all right next topic rich's dad in esports yeah this this is a this one is a doozy i think because there's a lot of different opinions around this subject of i guess or let's talk about the actual yeah, just topic. explain yeah explain yeah. what's going on here. so in this article a dad is explaining why he let his son who's only 14 years old drop out of school to pursue esports as a career So immediately, there's good and bad things that raised in my head. Wait, quick question. What game? Fortnite. Fortnite? Okay, obviously. Yeah. I don't know why I asked that. Yeah. He looks like a Fortnite player, the kid. Yeah. But so this dad is saying that it's funny. He quoted in this article that I breeded him to do this. Holy shit. Because so this dad's history, he used to be a major, he was like a top 10 eBay seller. And what he sold a lot was was like video game, video games. Oh, really? and like he now even manufactures like video game type apparel, and merchandise, and stuff like that. Okay. So he's within the industry, and he knows. So that's why he said that. I've known this gaming wave since the very beginning. I put my son into Halo at seven years old. He even won some like LAN tournament money from that. So he's saying that he's been prepping for him for this and that. Like now that the scene is rising, he thinks that it's appropriate time for his son to fully invest himself into the scene and his son has already made $60,000 from Fortnite I believe so he's pretty good so he's pretty good that means he probably won a couple tournaments he probably went to these tournaments don't know if he will qualify for the World Cup his gamer tag name is Crims. so you guys could double check reference check me see if he actually made it to the World Cup why does it feel like everyone has the same fucking gamer tag names no one is really original it sounds like Crimzik yeah no (laughs) one is original yeah except for like Tfue and Mongrel that's anyway continue yeah so I think The dad has a valid point in saying that where the industry is at right now, there are certain risks that you need to take to pursue it. And he said that if this was like, I I pulled my son out of school to fully commit to pro tennis or actual pro sport or something else that's more socially acceptable, Mm -hmm. people wouldn't be complaining. Right. But because it's video games, people are. How I would combat that is that especially with Fortnite, the scene is just so the good players just dipped down like myth poach liquid poach yeah. all those guys were top players yeah from the beginning and now they're no one they're going to become content creators because they don't know what to do because right. they can't make the world cup right right it's such a scene where you you're going to be known unknown at such a quick pace but it's also like the people that make the most money are the content creators yeah yeah it, that, that is true that is also true that's another argument but and there's a, such a clear route of you have a good professional career then you dip into content yeah. creation i just i just think 14 is too young it is it, you it need is to have the high school experience because that shapes who you are in the yeah. future yeah. sure college, you need to get bullied a little bit <laughs> seriously that kid needs to get slapped around character. a little bit and then you become a pro fortnite player <laughs> bitch because i've mean, hit this <laughs> <bah>! <laughs> but like i think once you graduate high school and your decision to go to college after 18 is your decision and a lot of the pro college Players and our friends in the Call of Duty space have made that decision, and they're very knowledgeable and they know what they're doing because they've had the experience. But fourteen before you even get to high school—that's too little, too young. Yeah. And like people's people's reasons are that school will always be there, Fortnite will not always be there. Is Mm. is something that is commonly used because like the scene is popping right now. Take advantage of it right now. You could go get your you you could go back to high school. Fourteen is a weird age see like that's what I would say I would say yeah once you graduate high school college will always be there you could go to your community college later there you could be you could go to college when you're 25 26 imagine you had the social mind of a middle schooler exactly. at age 18 That's yeah. terrible it's it's a it's poor for the person's mental development just sticking with video games not having school dances girlfriends stuff like that that actually develops you as a person is something that I don't really stand by But I see where he's coming from, and his dad has already invested a shit ton of money on this. And this is the controversial part. Yeah, he has spent over $30,000 on his gaming equipment. He has suspended family vacations that interferes with his training hours. And he even bought his son a Maserati with his gamer tag on the license plate. And now everything makes sense. But I, I don't... Like, so first... The Maserati thing, I don't, the article says that he bought his son a Maserati with the gamer tag, but the son is 14 years old. How the fuck is he driving the Maserati around? He just looks at it. He just looks at it. He's like, damn. Motivation. If I wasn't playing video games, I could probably drive that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some weird-ass <laughs> motivation right there. But the dad's got to be fucking ballin'. I mean, it says he owns that, like, merchandise, apparel thing. Helicopter company. dad? What does that mean? Just, you never heard of helicopter parents? No. Bro, helicopter parents literally just hover over you. Oh. Handle you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's it's cool, though, that he's super supportive. It is cool. And it, he is kind of, like, trailblazing for parents and yeah. accepting that their kids become esports athletes. But this is just a rare case of the extreme men. Because one extreme man is parents who are like, do not play video games at all that shit's cancerous and that's what I disagree with as well you know yeah, there's gotta be a fine balance how my parents were at the beginning but it's very rare to see a dad who's on the other end of the spectrum trying to promote the shit out of it which is which is nice but it's dope same time you got he's still your kid and after Fortnite ends what you want your 20 year old son to go back to high school as a freshman loser <laughs> yeah but then he'll get actually bullied bullied he won't have the mental capacity to actually bully them back <laughs> I can't I can build 9 is real life. <laughs> you can't build your yeah. You can't build your way out. You can't ball, build you. walls around this son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, wait. But there's also there's. This reminded me of another content piece that I don't. I think I linked it to you. It was this kid who was playing Fortnite. He was playing in the World Cup, and on the phone was his dad coaching him through the game. And is that it, allowed? No. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Because th- there's a delay in the stream. He's not sitting behind him, but his dad is mobile. But it's not more of like. You gotta go here, gotta go here, but he's more asking his dad like, okay, so I have this many points Should I play placement or should I play kills? Oh, I see what you're saying, you know? Yeah, because in the moment you, you're not, you're so yeah. intensely like, you can't strategize Yeah, I forgot what this fuck. kid's name is, you guys probably know what I'm talking about Did people frown upon video. him? Is that why it's no. news? No, oh. no, it, it was oh. it was adorable Oh, people, people oh, loved it. dude, yeah. yeah, I actually saw that video on Twitter or something Yeah, yeah, okay It was cute, it was it was really adorable, because his dad was just like, how many nades you got? Yeah He's like, six. Throw the motherfuckers and you yeah. And then them. he won and the dad got so excited, yeah, right? The, the dad yeah. called him was like, "Cause he, this was for the World Cup qualifiers, like he qualified son and he gave him a really humble message just saying that I like the only thing I ask from you is that you treat you act humbly, you know. People are going to start looking at you, but I don't want you to change. He gave him a really good message. That's it's a really good dad message. So that's yeah. a good dad in eSports. Yeah, and the son starts crying on stream. And Jeez, like, dude. His, his, beautiful. But his, I think they're divorced because the dad was on the phone, but his mom was right behind him because mm. he was here on the mic. And his mom, first thing she says when she comes up, and this is the difference between mom and dads, right? The mom goes like, wait, wait, so, so how much money did you make? <laughs> she was just only investing the dollars. Damn, but, dad doesn't like moms. <laughs> that tweet that shit tweet all right let's talk about someone that cat does like ooh mongrel yep mongrel can you explain who mongrel is well actually I should just say mongrel FaZe clan signed mongrel yeah which is huge and if you guys remember from like 20 podcasts ago I actually were suggesting him as one of the content pieces he was already big back then but I remember saying no one is really watching this guy as carefully as they should because mm-hmm. I watched him for a little bit I was like this dude is just permanently cracked Mm -hmm. He's just cracked out on the sticks at all times. Yeah. Fucking crazy. So he's a raw. And they picked him up for content creation or for pro pro. pro play. Because he qualified for the World Cup. Because yeah. Yeah. He is a pro player. Primarily. Mm -hmm. That is his goal. And FaZe having another person who's fucking raw at Fortnite. It's so on brand. Mm -hmm. It just makes sense, dude. So these are like so there are two reasons as as to why I think FaZe is going towards this. For one european expansion towards that european market they do have some sort of european players right yeah i mean if you call their counter-strike team is all european yeah. uh Fraser's from the uk yeah but he lives in la with i know Travis. yeah but he still has a uk following yeah yeah um i think that's it yeah but i mean having another person really represent because he mongrel is quite literally the top one of the top players. canada if you want to like uh not count really. Canada's Europe yeah, but I mean overseas type yeah, stuff no you one really know? cares about Canada sorry Drake <laughs> I didn't say that continue but yeah I think a bigger European presence is probably one move but secondhand I think that the decision is also towards this whole Tfu thing I don't mean to oh. tie it back to it but mongrel has already qualified for the World Cup meaning that the deal structure must have been we take zero of your tournament earnings Right, mm-hmm. it had to have been. Mm-hmm. Mongrel would not approve of anything. Cause Mongrel's yeah, so confident. why would he cut himself out? Exactly. Mongrel yeah. already knows that I'm gonna take so much money from the World Cup because he's super confident and he's really, really good. Yeah, he's very confident. Like if you watch his playstyle in the World Cup qualifiers, a lot of people in the World Cup qualifiers would just get a couple kills. Turtle, camp, turtle. But this dude and his duo are straight actively pushing people, and he's getting a shit ton of kills, and they're just really good. So he knows How that. How old is he? He's twenty. Fourteen. Fourteen. He's fourteen. He's fourteen. Yeah. He looks twenty. No, no. It's it, it's so funny. Wait. So he's way better than this guy whose dad let him oh, drop yeah, out of no, school. Oh yeah. No. could shit out of this Kremer's kid. All right. In my opinion, we'll Sheesh, see. Sheesh, dude. He looks older. No. He he looks. I think they all look super young because they're super small. Yeah. But yeah, I think. I don't know if it's a direct. I don't think so. Face Clan is definitely thinking of that. I think, just to show them that. Look, we're signing these players who are already made to the World Cup. We're not. We weren't trying to fuck TFU over. Oh, I don't know if that's yeah. what it is. I think they just want yeah good representation yeah. at the World Cup. Yeah, because the more they players they have a phase, if they yeah. win the World Cup. That's gonna be huge for their brand. Yeah, massive, massive. No one really talks about Hundred Thieves Fortnite, do they? No, they just signed one player though. Like I, I saw know. on Twitter just today. It it's could, it's, it it's be a be no sleeping name Giants. I don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. I think Hundred Thieves goes for the. I think that Less kid personality, already qu- qualified more, for the World Cup. already. more just raw talent. Because mm-hmm. there are people that are at the top of the qualifications and names that you don't really hear yeah. of. That's interesting, and it will be interesting to see how that plays out in the phase yeah. world. In the sorry, in the Fortnite World Fortnite Cup. World. Uh, the only, uh, only issue with Mongrel is that he's fourteen years old and he cusses like a motherfucker. A. and he's super toxic, but in a funny quality content way. Yeah, I mean, it could be because he has an ego. I don't know. Yeah. All right let's talk about this bathwater situation I fucking love this alright so some girl who basically has a bunch of horny dudes that follow her all over her social media now you're like oh are you talking about every famous girl on Instagram and Twitter no I'm talking about one specific one what's her name again Belle Delphine Belle Delphine she basically looks like an anime character in real life and she's selling her bathwater to people online Literally, it's a photo on the product page. is a photo of her in a bath filled with water. And then the next slide of the product is the water bottled into like a can or whatever or a jar, a glass jar. And she's selling it and it's sold out. And it says like, don't drink this water. And people are drinking the water. Wait, let me explain why there is an appeal for this first. Because her brand and her Please demographic. Do. Please <laughs> do. Her brand and her demographic, like I said, like Rustin said are thirsty dudes gamer dudes who, who watch literally this and figuratively but she does content that is very very like i would call this category like soft core like it's the softest of core porn okay right because it's not directly seductive but there are a ton of references into which it references back to porn she somehow is walking the line between cute and sexual and everything that she does. That's exactly it. Yeah. There's this thing that she does, and a lot of people do, called the a hay face. A hey gal face. We're not going to explain what it is. how's doing it to me right now. It's really I'm awkward. I'm not. Stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, wow. <well, laughs> nice I was thinking about it. I don't, think, I don't think I could possibly even make that face. I don't think my, my facial muscles move that Basically, way. the hay face is... Google it. Just Google. I don't want to. S- just Google Basically, it. Basically, it's a face that a lot of hentai girls make, <laughs> and it's a face of intense uh, euphoria, or right before the other party has intense euphoria, and so the other party. <laughs> it's a very sexual face, and there's literally YouTube compilation videos of just gamer chick looking, e girl looking girls just doing it all over the internet, because that's what all the just, just you know who I'm talking about—the kind yeah. of people that are interested in that, right? Yeah, she's talking about this, like ASMR, like these weird mukbangs, Probably I haven't seen any of her content, but I'm just assuming that's the just weeb realm. Shit. That it's all leave. weeb shit. Yeah, yeah. but so that, that's why people look at her as this kind of sexual gamer icon. She's the Kim Kardashian of weebs even if they don't want to admit it. That's what they think exactly. So selling her bath water is very on brand to her, and it, it is. actually sells yeah and people, people are drinking like so she sold out which probably made her a shit ton of money i don't know what they were priced at i wish i just bought one just for the lols but she she um you think they could resell those want to just like fake it no i'm saying like Uh-oh. you could do that but i was saying buy her bath water and then resell it like because it's sold out yeah sorry it's just the hustler in my in me you know <laughs> but people started to make reaction videos to tasting it oh yeah <laughs> How many baths do you think she had to sit in? Just, probably just one. No, you know what? It. She probably just like went to the tap and was like, Yeah, yeah. All right, that's one. Tss, yeah. Two. I'm curious to what the reactions genius. are. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I wish I was a hot girl. Yeah, she probably did nothing. She probably <laughs> just had a manufacturer make these bottles. Were they nice bottles at least? Like glass bottles? I don't know, but to add effect to it, maybe she got terribly sourced water for cheap you know what i'm saying Even like, yeah. cheaper yeah just yeah. to get her moqs down yeah, okay. just like getting like bath water from tijuana dude, imagine <laughs> a fucking news breaks that like, everyone gets like e coli or something <laughs> <laughs> from the bath water yeah oh my god that'd literally be their fault because at least you put a warning on it saying don't drink it because yeah. you probably knew kids would like fucking morons dude and then like what's po- the appeal of that i don't know and then pokemon tweeted out guys stop asking me to sell bath, bath water, water. <laughs> but poke don't want to disrespect her she's on a whole different realm level than bell delphine is she, she doesn't would make millions of dollars if she did that yeah yeah i think wow. so but good for her for not selling out like that because that's not on brand of her that'd be kind of gross that would be that is just gross yeah all right um wow what an interesting podcast these we are really from... good topics i like it we went from talking about sneakers to talking about E girl bathwater. Yeah. So interesting. That's the range of the That's high peak. peak. Exactly. Wow, dude. It's on like we par. finish each other's answers. Sandwiches. Alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um yo. If you like this podcast, you already know the motherfucking deal. So just hit us up on all the social channels. Share this with your friends. Please. That's how we get the word out there. That's how we stay motivated, keeping these things coming back. We love you guys. Oh, wait, wait. Content recommendation is our newest vlog. Oh. Which is already up. Oh, is it? Yep. Go check it out. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Vlog 1014 us sneaking into E3. It's actually pretty humor. Yeah, because if you recall our two podcasts or three podcasts ago, uh, we were talking about how we snuck into it. And now you got some video footage behind that. Here's our proof. Kaz's literal video editing and, and taking skills are so good. This video is actually so good. I'm not just gassing you up. It's so sick. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Go check it out. Let me know what you guys think. Leave a comment, like, subscribe to that YouTube as well. But I think that's it. Yo, peace. Have a good rest of your week. Peace.